Good morning, afternoon, or evening, coffee and book lovers. I welcome you back to another episode where we are continuing on. The book that I've been reading is Coffee, A Connoisseur's Companion, written by Claudia Roden. And we will be continuing from the middle of page 60. India. Mysore is the most celebrated of Indian coffees, so much that other regional coffees are sold under the name of Mysore. In 1610, a Muslim pilgrim, Baba Budan, brought back Yemeni beans from his pilgrimage to Mecca and planted them near his hut in the state of Mysore, now Karnataka. The first systematic plantation was established in 1820 by the English in southern India. Other names are Korg, Baba Budan, Chevroys, and Billigris. As coffee is generally sold through central auctions where lots are made up from different provenances, these names are often lumped together. In the days when coffee was transported by sailing ship, it took six months for cargoes from India to reach Europe. During that time, beans turned yellow and acquired a mellow taste. That special taste was so appreciated that India continues to reproduce the flavor and golden color in a treatment called monsooning, by which unwashed beans are first exposed to dampness in warehouses, then to the hot air of the monsoon winds, which is allowed to circulate around loosely stacked sacks of beans for a month. Monsooned Malabar is one of the best, heavy-bodied with a deep color, rich, spicy flavor and aroma and a little acidity. Indonesia Plantations were introduced by the Dutch in 1699 with plants from the Malabar coast of India. The once very important trade diminished when Brazil and Central America became dominant in the market. Indonesian coffees enjoy great historic prestige, but their quality is not consistent. Java produces a spicy, strong-flavored, full-bodied coffee with a well-balanced acidity. In the years before 1915, when slow-moving sailing ships transported coffee to New York, the sweating of the beans during the long voyage resulted in a much-prized, unique, musty flavor. Today, the rare old Java, aged for about three years, it was once a minimum of 10, reproduces some of the characteristics of the sailing ship coffees with a mature, wheat, mellow flavor, and spicy fragrance, good body, and strength. Sumatra coffees are unusually strong, complex and heavy-bodied with a unique musty flavor. They are among the most famous in the world, but they are an acquired taste. They are best drunk black after dinner. Mandeling and Ancola are the finest, with an almost syrupy richness, exquisite flavor, and aroma. Salibs. Toraja is like Sumatra, but lighter and more acid. Jamaica. During the French Revolution, Frenchmen fleeing from Haiti found refuge in Jamaica. They started the plantations. Later, cultivation was encouraged and fostered by the British. In 1969, the Japanese were granted favorable loans to develop production, and they guaranteed a market. Since then, nearly all the production of the legendary Blue Mountain has gone to Japan and scarcity. Myth and snob appeal have kept prices sky high. 
Blue Mountain Coffee, so-called because it is blue-green and grown at high altitudes, is easy to like, very simple with no complex flavors, good acidity, and distinctly sweet and aromatic, but you hardly ever get it at its best and you hardly ever get the genuine article. It is magic and romance that you pay for. High Mountain Supreme has similar but less pronounced attributes. The low-grown naturals are popular for French roasts. They remind the French of the vanished historic coffees in their overseas territories of Martinique, Réunion, and Guadalupe, which were once among the best growths in the world. Kenya Kenya is a most delightful coffee, extremely popular in Britain for its sharp acidity, excellent flavor, and fragrance. Coffee came to Kenya not through neighboring Ethiopia, but from the island of Réunion with Roman Catholic missionaries as late as 1893. Now the industry is one of the most sophisticated in the world and standards of quality are consistently high. Only ripe cherries are picked, grading is strict. In the much-prized Kenya Peaberry, one of the ovules never de- develops. The single ovule, because it has no pressure on one side, is round and absorbs all the goodness of the cherry, which accounts for its intense flavor and special liquoring. It is also called chaga after the tribe that grows it. Malawi. This coffee is similar to Kenya, but lighter and less fine. Mexico. Lately, private exporters have been concentrating on high quality. The finest now compare with the best of Central America, with fine acidity, sweet, mellow flavor, and pleasing bouquet. Coetepic, Huatusco, and Orizaba, Oaxaca, and Chiapas are the best known. Their Margogaib is the best of that special variety of Arabica, found in Central America, but the quality varies according to the plantation. Nicaragua. Their neutral taste makes them ideal blenders. The high-grown have a good body and acidity with a mild flavor. The Genotegas and Matagalpas could be among the best Central Americans, but the quality is irregular. Panama. Their fine quality with good acidity, full body, and mild, pleasant flavor can rival Costa Rica. Papua New Guinea. This country is a recent producer. Coffee was first cultivated commercially in the 1950s, and it is growing fast in popularity and stature. The high-grown milds, grown from Kenya seeds by smallholders, resemble Kenya coffees but with less acidity and more sweetness. They are full-bodied and aromatic with a smooth, mild flavor. Special names are Sigri, Kiap, and Arona. Peru The Chanchamayos can be as good as the best classic Central Americans, full-bodied, delicate, and gently acid, but large exporters have mixed mediocre coffees with good ones, which has damaged their prestige. Buyers must go directly to the producers. Production remains low and quality irregular because of the terror wrought by the revolutionary groups and because plantations have turned over to coca for cocaine. Tanzania A fine coffee similar to Kenya, rich in flavor and aromatic but producing a thinner liquor and not as acid. Most exquisite is Kibochaga, cultivated by the Chaga tribe in forest clearings on the cool and misty upper slopes of Mount Kilimanjaro. Uganda High-grown Bugisu is the only quality coffee produced in Uganda, 
The rest is Robusta, near the Kenya border. It is full-bodied and acid like Kenya. Some of it is smuggled over the border and sold as Kenya. Venezuela Venezuelan coffee is very complete and original and different from other American coffees. Mild and mellow, slightly acid, sweet and delicate with an enticing aroma. Much prized are Meridas, the best of the Maracaibos, which have a peculiar, delicate flavor. Caracas has a light body and distinctive, attractive flavor, and is especially popular in France and Spain. Production went right down after the 70s when the oil boom made coffee irrelevant to the Venezuelan economy, but it is now being revived. Quality varies greatly depending on the plantations. I'll leave off here today in the middle of page 64, where we'll continue starting with Yemen next morning. Thank you for listening.